Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is brought to you by Genesis House and the Friends in Recovery community, a thriving network of individuals who are fighting back against the stigma of addiction and recovery. Join your hosts, the Podfather, Jersey Ed, Miss Meg, as they break the silence and speak up about the real issues of addiction, treatment, and recovery. Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, here are your friends in recovery. Hey, everybody. Welcome to friendsinrecoverypodcast.com. I am the podfather, Mike Miles. And I'm Jersey Ed. And we have a guest today, we Eric. Do. Eric. He's an alumni of ours. This is a... I am. Al- Eric O. Eric, Eric, Eric o. o. Is that what we go by on this <laughs> show? Oh, Eric O. <laughs> sure. I like that. Um, yeah, Eric, so he's... he's uh, we haven't done it. We haven't done an alumni show in a long time. And uh, Eric reached out to me and um, I said, yeah, you said you're coming on. I said... Uh, so, well, we'll we'll find out more about you, Eric. So, yeah, but we have to take uh, care of some business sure. here first. Um, how are you, Mike? You doing good? I'm doing great and sweet. We always forget about you. Well, it's all right. I mean, I'm in the background. Yeah, but it's easy to forget about me. Easy. Well, who watches this anyways? Guess, well, if you're listening, then yeah, I, I get to yeah. chime in every now and then. Yeah, I'm okay with exactly. that. Exactly. So they don't really know if, you're, if they're on Podbean. Or, That's true. So they're like, yeah, who's that fucking ball guy yeah. talking over here? <laughs> hey, <laughs> but, hey, hey, hey. But you know what? They put the good-looking guys up front, right? That's right. Yeah. The talent. <laughs> get the talent out That's there. That's right. That's right. And, and Eric, you have some hair. I don't yeah, know, I do. What, I, what are you doing here? I, I've, I've noticed. <laughs> that I've watched a few, few, a few, few shows here, and I've noticed that this is, it's a little shiny at times. That's right. Yeah. Shiny. I'm getting there, though. I'm getting there, though. He's like, I can't wait to come in and show those motherfuckers <laughs> uh, fuck them! I got hair. <laughs> so, but anyways, we want to, uh, of course, thank Genesis House for um, Friends in Recovery podcast. Without Genesis House, we couldn't do it. Thank you, Taylor. Oh, speaking of hair, man, Taylor has some really good hair. Unbelievable! <laughs> I know, I know. We're all envious of his hair. But thank you, Taylor, for believing in this program and uh, and understanding what it does for for the addicts and alcoholics and recovery out there, and those who are suffering too, and family members. Um, in addition to Friends in Recovery podcast, we hold the community events around the country. Um, we uh, What it is is just an alumni and friends meeting. It's called Friends in Recovery. Um, we, there's a few of them going on now. There's one in Voorhees, New Jersey, Palm Springs, Florida, um, Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, uh, Lowell, Massachusetts, and Newtown, Connecticut. Um, it, all these programs are going on. Uh, it's just basically an AA meeting for alumni, um, family, friends, other addicts, alcoholics that want to attend. Um, you can get us, um, send us an email at help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com or go to um, Genesis House or Friends and Recovery um, uh, Facebook page. And there's all information always on there about the Friends and Recovery meeting. So. Also, um, we are powered by your likes, follows, subscribes, and shares. Follow us on social media and help us get the word out. And leave a review and a five-star whatever it's called, right? right? All, so all five. Five-star five. review. We're yeah. not going to go into it anymore. That's no it, No details right? this time. That's it. I just assume everybody already knows. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's getting old. It's getting, getting old, yeah. exactly. So, And remember, we're always looking for... Um, Speakers to share their recovery stories, just like Eric's going to do today. Um, you don't have to be an alumni of this show. If you went to another treatment center or if you did it on your own and you're, you're an AA and you've got a successful um, recovery program, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email, help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com, or like I said, on, on any of our Facebook pages. And we'd be more than happy to schedule you on here, and uh, you can sit in between us smoking cigars. And uh, mm. Eric, Eric was, uh, I think he was a little shocked when we walked in smoking all the cigars. No, I'm just kidding. No, not at all. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But, um, but we do warn everybody that we do smoke cigars before they come on. Um, 
And then um, I think I got a podcast pick of the week. Is that correct? I hope so. I do. I do. Do you think I'll ever run out of podcasts? You shouldn't. I shouldn't, right? They say 50% of America has podcasts. So. <laughs> well, let, let me tell <laughs> you. Uh, you know what? I... When I, I didn't understand podcasts until I met, well, until me and uh, the Podfather, before he was dubbed the Podfather, went over to um, Studio 21. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I was like, I don't, I don't I don't know how I can talk for fucking an hour or whatever it is, but I, I, but I do a pretty good job at it, apparently. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, the podcast, and, and this is why I give out the podcast pick of the week. Of course, Friends in Recovery is the best podcast out there. Of course. Mm-hmm. Does anybody disagree with me at this point? Oh, Rivaled oh, only yeah. by answering the call. <laughs> That's yeah, right, by, by answering the call. That's right. But, um, and soon to be uh, parenting and recovery. Parenting and recovery. Yeah. We'll tell you more about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but um, information in these podcasts are unbelievable. You know, we don't need a degree. We don't need. Um, we don't have to go to college for communications. Um, we can get we w- the information that we have. You listen to a lot of our podcasts, right? I do. And you get good information from it, right? Really good. I mean, some some of it's bullshit and banner back and forth, but we do try to put out some good information if these podcasts weren't available i listen to all other podcasts and and that's how i get some of the topics for the shows that's how i get some of the ideas for the shows um but we as common folks can get our our word out our whatever our passion is just recovery is our passion here and that's why we do it so podcasts listen to other podcasts it is important but make sure you give us the five-star review and and write a little a little review about us so my podcast that's that's my thing about podcasts and my podcast pick of the week is um, thriving after addiction um, host Ian Garrity it's a guide to happiness tips on how to feel better and bring joy and peace in your life after you get out of um, treatment or once you enter recovery um, it's it's not a lot I haven't been t- listening to it a lot I listened to about two or three episodes and um, she has some good information um, on on um, on you know what to do after recovery she talks a lot about yoga a lot about um, you know the the um, the healing arts and and all that, which is really important. Um, I know a lot of people get into yoga. Like we were talking on another show, I think they're they have sober bars now. There's a lot yeah. of sober things to do out there, and I'm sure you ran into that, Eric, and, yeah. and you 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 probably see it all. Um, I know I said this on one of our other shows, but when I got clean, it was it was in March, 25 years ago. Um, and, uh, I, first thing I asked my therapist, what the fuck do I do for new year's? The guy's like, Whoa, slow down, dude. It's not, it, it just turned new year's, you know? Like, so, so there are other things to do besides drinking and, and drugging and, and wasting your fucking life away. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to podcasts is another. <laughs> that's right. Listen that's to friends in recovery. Life. Yeah. Right. Listen to friends in recovery. <laughs> but anyway, so that's my uh, podcast pick of the week thriving after recovery. It's a, it's, it's a good one. So. Back to you, Mike, in the studio. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you, man, I'm sober today through the uh, teachings of AA. And yes, the, uh, we you know, are. The, the gift from uh, above is what I like to say, you know. Yeah, yeah. I love being sober. Yeah, I, it, I really do. Yeah. I, um, I really believe that it is a gift, and it's uh, something that can go away as quickly as it came, you know. Yeah. Or as long as it took to yeah. get here. I, um, I certainly hope it doesn't. Earlier, Sweets and I were talking about, you know, drug dreams and drinking dreams. And, you know, you can be sober a long time and... Um, you know, I think the the brain always holds on to some of the past. And my biggest fear today is losing this gift of sobriety. You yeah. know, right? And uh, you know, a lot of people um, they, they'd give their left arm to, to to be able to be sober for a day. Never mind, you know, years and, and decades. But I, I really believe that this is a gift, and uh, 
Happy to have it. And I think by having a podcast, um, we've been doing this almost two years now. Yeah, yeah. And, um, over two years, Mike. Yeah, it's been over two years? Yeah, just, Jesus, yeah. Well, you, yeah, when this show goes out, it'll be over two years. Yeah, yeah. yeah when, when you... When, when you get old, you, you kind of lose track of time. But um, It's because I'm your co-host and you love yeah. every fucking minute that you spend <laughs> oh, with yeah. you, yeah. fuck. I do. Uh, yeah. I do. But, uh, yeah, no, it's been it's been two years. And, and we're all blessed, all four of us sitting in this room. Um, we, we're in that, I guess, the minority, I guess, um, that do, doesn't, that don't get this. I mean, we, we just don't, people aren't blessed like we are and, um, and, and receive this gift of sobriety. And for somebody to get it and throw it away, relapsing, I understand it because it's the disease that takes us down. But I'll do anything to keep this recovery. You name it, I'll do anything. If my sponsor said, Eddie, go stand in a corner over there for 10 minutes on, on your head, um, I, I'll figure out how to do it. You know, whatever, whatever it is. I mean, obviously, he wouldn't say that, but I would do whatever it takes for me to stay sober. Meetings, sponsors, getting, you know folks like eric on the show speaking to these guys in the studio all day um you know we, we sit here all day and so it's it's not about recovery all day but it's about being around recovering people we you don't have to talk recovery all day i'm not hanging out in a bar to talk to these guys i'm not hanging out with the dope dealer to talk to these guys i'm here in a room with a, just a bunch of sober guys and that and that's what it's about um you know correct Sorry, me if i'm wrong so but so our guest, Eric O, um, he is an alumni of Genesis House. Uh, I am. Five years now, right? Yep. I just had my five-year anniversary. Congratulations. On the 7th of January. Congratulations. Yep. Yeah, thank Super. you. And I remember um, you're, there's like only a few cases that stick out. I help a lot of people, and there's only, always a few, only a few people that stick out, and you're one of them. You were a beat-down, broken guy when I spoke to you. We didn't yeah. speak long on the phone because where you, where, where you work, they do a lot of the work to get to – get, get you guys where you need to be but i did i remember speaking to you and i don't remember i can't remember a lot i can't remember my name but i do remember speaking to you on the phone and you were definitely um at, at your end and oh, yeah. you didn't know what to do well, i was ready yeah yeah and thank god you know thank god you're here you have a great message you and i kept in contact um we throughout did. the years and and you know Listen, I got a little bit more time than you, but it doesn't fucking matter. No. Your message is good. You're, I learn from you. I mean, you, you know, I, I learn from whoever I can learn from, and I definitely learn from you. You're one of those kind of people that I enjoy going to see because we are in the same profession. We kind of kind of work in the same profession, and I enjoy when I go to see you. It's not a it's not a business meeting. It's a personal meeting when I go go meet with you. So thank you for you for being there when when I show up. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for thank you for doing what you did for me, you know, five years ago. You know what I mean? Because I wouldn't be sitting there if it didn't start off that way. You know what I mean? I answered the phone. I go, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Talk to somebody well, now. No, I'm yeah. Just no, no, no way. No way. You're always you're always answering your phone. I do, always I do. constantly. So you want to tell us a little bit about uh, kind of why you're in this seat today? Yeah, for you sure, know, for sure. No, uh, um, you know, back five years ago, it's like it's like Mike had said. You know, um. You know, recovery first, it has to be first. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we all know the saying, you know, if you're no good to yourself, you're no good to anybody else. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, and, and um, some people may take a little bit of offense to this, but I'm, I'm talking about family, relationships, marriages, your own children. You know what I mean? I know that I might sound a little bit off, but if you're not sober and if you're not right, you're not doing it. You're not doing any favors for them. No, nope. that's for damn sure. Nope, you know what I mean? Sure. And, I, and for a lot of years, I wasn't doing any favors for them. Mm -hmm. So, uh yeah, I mean, uh, you know, typical AA meeting, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll run through this real quick. You know, um, I started drinking and drugging on the streets of Lowell at 13 years old. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It, it is what it is. I hung around in, a, in, a, in an area that was, uh, grew up in, a, in an area that 
that was notorious for drug dealing. Mm -hmm. and it was a small street in, in the lower highlands of Lowell called Dover Street. Mm -hmm. uh, Mike, you may have chased me around there a couple Maybe. times. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, uh, and a, you and a few other boys. <laughs> a lot of other boys. So it was, it was you know, and, and, it, and it just kind of, that's just kind of where it all started. You are, know? are you a Lowell kid? I am. Okay. Yeah, born and raised okay. in Lowell, yep. Okay. Um, you know, and... Uh, Going through all that, it was just, it was the environment. I mean, some people talk about a, it being hereditary. Some people talk about it in other ways. I, I believe I, I, I became an addict and an alcoholic through my environment. You know what I mean? I mean, I know that it increased, you know, with, you know, the, the pressures and, and some of the things that I went through in my life. But I, I, I honestly believe for myself, this is just my story, that, you know, I, it, it became, you know, it was, I was, I'm a product of my environment. You know, we, we, we sold a lot of drugs. We did a lot of drugs. There, there was a, a vast variety of ages. There was never a problem getting alcohol. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, the packy was right down the, the end of the street. You know, <laughs> sure it was. You know, that's still there. Yeah, yeah it <laughs> sure is. There. You know, and um, so we always there was always older kids. There was always younger kids, and there, there was always alcohol and drugs around. And, mm -hmm. and you know, it, to be honest with you, I just kind of didn't know what you didn't know. I thought it was normal. Yeah. You know, everybody was doing it. It was just. That's just how it was, you yeah. know. That's how it, how I was how I was brought up. Yeah. Um, you know, my mother wasn't all that happy about me hanging around those areas, but you know, it, it it's just she did the best she could with what she had. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and uh, and that's that's how it is with her. I love my mother. I have a great relationship great. with her. You know what I mean. Great but sure. uh, you know, kind of getting back to my story, it's just um, I did that for a lot of years. Um, I did it through high school. Um, you know, and then I I did it into my twenties. You know, I, I got into a profession that, um, you know, that I'm still in today. Um, uh, I'm a correction officer. Um, there's there's a lot of drinking and drugging going on in that profession in itself, and all in law enforcement, and in yeah. all other, in all other, you know, uh, you know, uh, in the whole world. <laughs> yeah, you know, other jobs too. You know, there's yeah. stresses, there's stresses through through all of them. You know, yeah. and. Uh, you know, to jump ahead a little bit, you know, I have a I have a 21 year old daughter who's graduating graduating you know college wow, this year. Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Nice. You know, I'm proud now, of her. Now, did the kids see a difference in you? Your your daughter see a difference in you? Did because I noticed my kids know that there's there's something different about me. I mean, I they oh, were absolutely. younger, but you know, but oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. The, no question about it. Good. I was just talking to my daughter the other day about some of the, you know some <laughs> of those things, and there was to be quite honest with you, some of the things that she had brought up, I had. Uh, I didn't know were her, were uh, bothering her as much as they were. Yeah. So yeah. five years into sobriety, I'm just finding out some stuff. You know, you find out something. You know, uncovering different things under different rocks every yeah. day. You know, sure, absolutely. But uh, getting to the end, like they, you know, it's again, um, if you've been to an AA meeting, then you've heard my story. You know what I mean? It's called, you know, a drunk log. You know yep. what I mean? I could sit there and tell you about certain things and certain aspects of, of my life. You know, um, you know, my dad, you know, left, you know, my mom and dad divorced at six. She hooked up with some screaming alcoholic mm -hmm. who was who was, you know, a, a, an absolute piece of shit to her, you know, abused her, you know, um, watched that growing up, mm -hmm. you know, and that was tough for me. Um, I think that those times had a had you know a, a big impact on who what i am today you know what i mean i i'll um the way that the way that i the way that i treat women um is is 
the complete opposite of what I grew up in. And I was always afraid that I was going to grow up because, you know, you, 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 it's a learned behavior. Yeah. Everything in life is a learned behavior. And I thought I was going to grow up to beat women. Mm -hmm. And thank, you know, through the grace of God, you know, it was the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. right. I almost protect women now to a fault, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, I, and, and that's caused some problems in my life, too, mind you. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because it almost seems like you control them, but it's really not. It's just like I don't want you walking through dark parking lots at fucking night because there's yeah. a lot of scumbags oh, out there. Yeah. And I think yeah. my profession has a lot to do with that, too. Absolutely. So yeah. moving on a little bit from that <laughs> you know sorry ladies but it is what it is um it's an um, honest program it's yeah it. <laughs> it is an honest program you know what i mean so um yeah yeah it just man things took things just took off you know what i mean i it, it's the kind of the typical story i broke my heel in 05 you know what i mean i start, started on the painkillers you know what i mean then i started with the doctor shopping and all the bullshit i had three surgeries two of them i didn't need mm -hmm. i know that today mm -hmm. you know what i mean i know my foot doesn't hurt Sorry, oh, Tyler. Oh, oh, it hurt way back when. Oh though. yeah, you know. Seriously, this is yeah. no bullshit. You know what I mean? I've had I had two surgery, two extra surgeries on my heel that I didn't need because mm -hmm. I just wanted the drugs. Right. And then when the drugs run out, you're buying them off the streets, mm -hmm. and then everything progresses. This yeah. is a progressive disease, right? It certainly is. <clears throat> Got into the opiates, alcohol, opiates. They don't mix, folks. You know what I mean? And. Um, it just got real bad, you know, the last 18 to 24 months as, as you know, pretty much happens with most people. You lose yourself, you know what I mean? I, I, you know, my bottom was my bottom. Everybody's bottom's different, you know what I mean? I've been to a lot of programs. I've done AWOL programs. I've learned a lot about, about that, that, you know, you don't look at somebody differently because they, you know, lost their job or lost their house or lost their family, you know what I mean? I didn't lose any of that stuff, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I lost myself, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I was broken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you, uh, you know, listen, you can get all that back, the houses and all that. Amen. But, but you can't, you know, you have to get yourself back first. I think that's so key that people don't understand. I guess in our world, in our recovery world, you know, we have to get ourselves back. And mm. if we don't take care of ourselves first, if we don't put ourselves first, we can't help anybody else. To the real world, that sounds very selfish. But in our world... If if we don't take care of ourselves, we're gonna fuck everybody it's, it's else done. along the line. You it's know? A wrap. Yeah, exactly. So you know? so yeah, but then that, that's one hundred percent understandable. Yeah, so. and, and people in recovery <laughs> do understand that because to be quite honest with you, I've learned that and at Genesis House through through you know through through the teachings of AA that that you have to you have to put your you have to put your sobriety first mm -hmm. because after that not there's gonna be nothing. No, you know. So no. again, like I said, you you, you know. Whether whether it's family, friends, jobs, whatever it has to be, but uh, yeah, I, I got to a point um, where I wasn't, uh, you know, I, I thought I was, you know, I was hiding, you know what I mean? Nobody could see what I was doing, right? You know what I mean? It's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Everybody can see what you're doing, you know what I mean? But so, and some people, you know, some close friends of mine, um, you know, one in particular that I work with, um, you know, he, he, I walked into a room one day that uh, with him and there was, you know, my employee's assistants, my stress unit guy and three of my closest friends at the prison. And um, they did an intervention on me and, I, and I, you know, we all cried and, you know, I got angry and we punched some lockers and, you know, the EAP guy, the poor guy, you know what I mean? Kevin, sorry to this day. I love you. You know, I knew you know that now, but that day you weren't loved. You know what I mean? Because I didn't know you. And I well, was, that was, and I was a that's mess. That's the disease, it not, is. not loving. The it disease is. doesn't love any of us. It no. doesn't love the people who are helping, doesn't love our families. It loves when you get a drugs and alcohol and put, put it in your body to feed the fucking disease that's to it. be where it's at. Right, and it's it running the show. It doesn't give a fuck about nope. anybody. It really nope. doesn't. So, And, um, you know, from that point on, I mean, now, just truth be told, you know what I mean, I'm not... 
I'm not, you know, an expert on 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 the teachings of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I don't mean that by that that I don't know the Big Book or the Twelve Steps because I do, and mm-hmm. I've done them. It's I'm, I may come across as a little bit like I, I know what I'm talking about, but I don't. I only know what I know mm-hmm. for myself. This yeah. is this is me, and this is how I do my program. Because yep. everybody does their program different. You know Correct. what I mean? You, 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 you take what you need and you leave the rest. Amen. You know, there's not there's yeah there's twelve steps, but you don't have to do them in order. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This isn't the the, the twelve steps of, of Alcoholics Anonymous saved my life. Mm-hmm. There's no question about that. Without it, uh, there's no way I'd be sitting there right mm-hmm. now. So yeah. you know, I I owe a lot to AA. I yeah. owe a lot to Genesis House. You know, I um. I decided one day on my own after not being able to look at myself in the mirror and brush my own fucking teeth. That's the, that's the hardest part, man. It's the hardest part when of you, when you when you hate When you hate yourself so much mm-hmm. that you really can't look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. do you think something's going on here, dude? Do you think you, think you got a fucking problem? Do you, think, do you think it might be time? So what had happened with, with the start of my recovery was is I checked myself into McLean's hospital, mm-hmm. and after going through detox, I went to a law enforcement program there, you know, called the Leader Program. Mm-hmm. That they, that thing jumped off after the, after the Boston Marathon bombings because yeah. a lot of guys down in Boston were having some problems with yeah. the same issues that we were having. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? All of us addicts that are in recovery were having. You know what I mean? That there was a spike mm-hmm. in suicides and alcoholism <laughs> and drug abuse. You know, and and you know, truth be told. Those guys saw some horrible shit that day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Eric, real quick, we're going to yeah. take a break yeah, here. Sure. We're going to continue with your, story, with your story after the break, and uh, we'll be right back. Friends Recovery Podcast. Since 1992, Genesis House has been helping real people heal from addiction on their private recovery campus in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. Their family-owned program is accredited by the Joint Commission and offers detox and dual diagnosis treatment in a comfortable and confidential setting. At Genesis House, they focus on treating the underlying causes of addiction. Their comprehensive approach includes psychiatric care, individual and small group therapy, trauma healing techniques, and holistic care including yoga, massage, and animal-assisted therapy. After treatment, their clients enjoy the lifelong support of a nationwide network of Genesis House alumni. Call Genesis House today at 1-800-737-0933 to speak with someone who understands. Visit them on the web at www.genesishouse.net. It's time to start your journey to a long and successful recovery. Hey, welcome back. Friends of Recovery Podcast. Uh, I am the Podfather, Mike Miles. Yes, you are. And I'm here with Jersey Ed and Eric O. Eric O. Before we went to break, Eric, you were talking about uh, your addiction, your recovery, and... Um, your job and, and, and your neighborhood and just everything that, you know, we can all relate to because... Uh, the downside of your life. It's like Mr. Yeah. Potato Head. We're, yeah. we're all the same. Right. We're just interchangeable heads, you know? That's about yeah. it. But yeah. um, t- tell us about your recovery now, like where you're at. Sounds like you got some good stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, anybody that's in recovery that, that has any sobriety, um, whether it's a day or whether it's five years or 25 years, I, I, I would I would bet to say that, that their life is better today than it was prior to that. Fuck, somebody to, with a day it has to be better. Amen. Right. That's <laughs> what know? I mean, you know, and, and and you know, getting back to um we 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 talked off air a little bit about um, you know, the time that you have in. Um I remember I think I had like about 9 months in and I said that at my home group 
that I, um, I had, you know, I announced myself. I only have nine months in, and I had an old timer come up to me and uh, afterwards, and, and, and he's a good friend of mine, and, and he was pretty pissed at me because because I, he said, "Don't you ever, you know, mm-hmm. say you only yeah. have," right. and you know that stuck that stuck with me, you yeah. know, till this day, and, and I actually, you know, I use that myself on on. Some some guys that yeah. you know I only have this I only I don't know well, it's, qu- it's you know, quality I mean, not quantity yeah, right exactly. yeah. amen yeah. amen yeah. to that but uh, you know you know as you five years um, you know we need to hear those stories from a nine month from a two month year old from a six month year that's we need to hear that because we don't need to be back there you mm-hmm. know what I mean and, right and it's important to understand that situation what they're in and it's not only my you did a lot of hard work right. in nine months you right. did a lot of hard oh, yeah. work in tw- 10 yeah. uh, five years you and know? i and i learned and i learned that from you know like i like i had mentioned earlier mclean's and you know and then i i had gone to a, a the leader program there and then mm-hmm. i and 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 i knew i knew when i was in mclean's you know that the 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 16 days you know between the program and the detox wasn't going to be enough for me i was i was asking for help right from jump street that Mm -hmm. that i i just knew that i needed more time yeah and um you know through the grace of god my my last week there my counselor had said to me how do you feel about going to a to a rehabilitation facility and i said i'm in Mm -hmm. and and it happened to be you know your place it happened to be genesis house and uh i went down there for uh you know 34 35 days mm-hmm. and uh it completely changed my life you know what i mean it, it, since you know i, I tell this story and, and, it, and it's about the the spiritual awakenings you know that that, that are promised in the miracles that, that you know that the big book promises and and, and what, what you hear a lot in aa and you know and for a couple of years i was chasing that spiritual that spiritual you know awakening and and i was like i don't need thunderbolts and i don't need lightning i just give me something give mm-hmm. me something mm-hmm. And I realized that afterwards, you know, it was probably about three years into my sobriety that the day that I woke up in McLean's in detox was my spiritual awakening. An individual counselor there who actually runs the leader program now, his name's Matt, came, walked into my oh, room, yeah, Matt, yeah. shut the door, and he looked at me. And, and forgive me if I get a little emotional about this because it was a very emotional time. Mm-hmm. And, and I realized that Sorry. now that that was it. Mm-hmm. And he just looked at me and he said, are you spiritual? And, I, and I'm, I'm always putting, you know, religion, and, you know, with the church mm-hmm. and the building and all this other stuff together because I, I don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I said, you know, I believe in God and Jesus Christ. And, and, and we had this talk and he started to talk to me. And, and it's kind of weird because the, the dude kind of looks like Jesus. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he, he does. does. You know what he I mean? does, he, yeah. He just like, yeah, he does. And, I'm, and I'm still in mocus, you know what I mean? So I'm like, what the fuck? You know, this is like, you know like, if I say no, is he going to just like, oh, there's a sign right there. Yeah, right on, right? So anyway, so anyways, I proceeded to cry like a baby for like an hour and I had no, and I couldn't control it. You know what I mean? And And from that day, from that guy walking in and asking me that question, this might sound crazy. I haven't had the urge to drink a drug from that day on. Amen. And I am completely Amen. blessed by that. And I hold on to that so tightly. Mm. And I, I mean, this is me. This is just me saying my story. That when I think about putting <laughs> alcohol into my body, Oof. I physically get sick. Oh, yeah. That's God. Yep. I'm not it. I'm, I'm not, you know, super spiritual. Mm-hmm. I believe what I believe. And yep. I know that I'm here because of the, there's, a, there's a 
you know, a power greater than myself. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? And and we all know that from AA. That's yep. a fact. You know, it, it, it just, I'm not doing this on my own. Nope. You know Correct. what I mean? And, we're not um, we're not steering the ship. We're just a passenger that's aboard. That's it. Yep. That's yep. it. And, um, you know, I went down to Genesis House. I, I, I had a great experience down there. Um, Taylor, you know, we've talked about yep. him and his hair. You know what I mean? They, they got <laughs> the kid. great hair. The, the kid is, is top notch. He's such <laughs> he a is. nice guy. He to is. the point that I was actually talking about moving down there. And he said, how's this? He says, you get a year of sobriety. He says, come back to me. He says, maybe I can find something for yeah, you. Yeah. You know what I mean? The place is incredible. It I is. mean, I can't thank you enough for, for, yeah. for hooking me up yeah. down there. Yeah. It, it was great. Um, and the last five years, you know, um, this, this, this might sound a little off the cuff, too, but, you know, I had a high school sweetheart. We got married. You know, I was with her for 30 years, married for 22. I have mm-hmm. a 21-year-old beautiful daughter who's graduating from college this yep. year. And um, two and a half years into my sobriety, we got divorced, mm-hmm. and I initiated yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it happens. I mean, I, I, have, I, I still love, I love her dearly, and mm-hmm. she loves me dearly. And, and, we, and as a matter of fact, I spoke to her on the way over here. Good. You know, we just couldn't put the same key in the same door anymore. Yeah. It happens. That's you know okay. What I mean? it, it is. It is okay, you know. But, but that's about, about being mature and growing up in recovery and not keeping hostages anymore. Right. And uh, that's what we're taught in, in this program. Right. I was divorced twice in recovery, so I'm um, not going for a third time. I, but. Didn't, I did not know <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you know? twice. And, yeah, and that's... Yeah. It's yeah. again, I mean, I, I I have my feelings about it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I feel a little bit guilty because she put up with a lot of shit through over the years. You know what I mean? And she and these this should have been her time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That with with me being the way that I am today. You know what I mean? Because there's no question in my mind that I'm a better person than I am today than I was five years, two days ago. There's, sure. no, yeah. there's no question about mm-hmm. that. The, the, the life that I lead now, you know, I. I People tried to get me into recovery prior to that. My uncle's in AA. He's been he's been sober for a long time. You know what I mean? And I used to say to him, and, you know, excuse my fucking French, but mm-hmm. let's get let's get real. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Build fucking birdhouses all day? <laughs> you know that's what I mean? What, that's what they do at Genesis House. It's ridiculous. <laughs> How many birdhouses did you build down there? <laughs> None. That's right. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I, I, I built I built a strong foundation yes. of of recovery, and and I took that with me when I left yeah. there, so and obvious. I just built on it. You know what I mean? Um, Truth be told, I don't have enough time in the day to build a birdhouse now. Never mind trying to find time. You know what I mean? I was trying to, I'm thinking in my head because I'm gonzo. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to fill my day. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just, it's amazing. It's a blessing. It is a blessing. It is a blessing. You know what I mean? And, and people that think that they can't go out and have a good time without, without alcohol or drugs... I'm here to tell you that you can because I, I have a blast. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Life I, is so much better now, right? I mean, how much better is life now? Uh, I mean, it's amazing. All of us can attest to that. We still have our ups and downs. Like I said, yeah. I got divorced. There's a lot of shit that happened in, in recovery to, that, 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 you know, that I would have went and drank over years ago. Yep. And But I can cope with it. And those problems are gone now. It, it's If whatever those problems, like my divorce would have been festering 20 years later. You know what right. I mean? If I was still using, right I would have, you know, it would be, it, it's insane. You know, you let it go, you move through it, and you, you take on the next problem and you enjoy the, 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 the short burst in between of life that you can enjoy. Right. You, you know, know, life's all about ebbs and flows. You know what I mean? The, yeah. the ups and downs, it, 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 you know. I look at the uh, the difference. Where did that come from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. who saw <laughs> that? that? Yeah, <laughs> the, the difference between like sobriety and recovery. Like I used to go to meetings and they would talk about you know you're going to get all these things back in sobriety. I didn't get anything back in sobriety, but I did get it back in recovery. Mm-hmm. In sobriety, I got more pain. In mm-hmm. sobriety, I got what life has to throw at me, and I didn't have any tools to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know that was my issue. Yeah. And so whenever I would get sober, 
I would go out and expect all these amazing things that we're talking about today. Like I was going, I'm like, all right, I'm sober now. So give, give me the stuff, you know, like yeah, where's yeah. the good shit. Yeah. And I've, been, nothing, I've been clean three days. Yeah, but the I've promises been, aren't been a happening. Week. <laughs> been a week. I haven't won the lottery. No, I haven't met my wife. To, you know, no, nothing. I didn't get a fucking car. And so, you know, there was no. Oh, I got a car from AA. Did you? You didn't get one? No, I got oh, a chip. Oh, I got a fucking right. chip. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Chips are valuable. I know. I know. Way, way value more than yeah. a car. But like, I, I, I had this expectation because I feel like people brought it to me they're like you know in sobriety you're gonna get this and when i learned the difference between sobriety and recovery then i learned that recovery is where all that stuff comes into play yeah. it's the road to recovery where you're you right. get your life back yep. it's that road to recovery where you know you get the ability to make a decision of you know what this marriage isn't right for me mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm gonna make a decision that's good for you and for me as a person yeah. like you talked earlier about um you know your different approach to women and i had the same thing mm-hmm. not like i was nervous that i would repeat uh past mistakes but that prior to getting well, I didn't I didn't have the ability to empathize or respect uh, relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I brought to the table, and that I had a responsibility in that relationship for how I made someone feel, or whether I let them get attached and stuff. Revolutionary thinking, by the way. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you know, so in recovery is where all that came into play. Yeah. And uh, that that to me was the difference. That yeah. in recovery you get all those pieces back yeah. in your life. Well, you know, you you get just relief when you're in recovery. Yeah. Relief of of yourself. Another relief gift. Of, yeah. That if There's if I got them. nothing in recovery, just the relief of me being who I am and and me, me knowing who I am. Yeah. That was good enough for me. Right. That's all I wanted. But I got all these other precious gifts. You know, Eric, you were just talking. About about your your daughter i have five kids and i know everything about not everything but i know my kids now you know i didn't know i was going to get that in recovery i have a beautiful wife now i have a wonderful family i understand i i understand that i didn't ask for any of that i wanted just to be sober but that's not what god had planned for me and any mm-hmm. of us in this room i was i didn't know i was going to meet a corrections officer sit in beverly massachusetts and talk about <laughs> fucking recovery 25 years. i had no clue that that was going to happen right. you know i knew i know you did yeah, i, I knew. figured yeah. you knew I've that i've been waiting for you <laughs> i know i know <laughs> i'm glad we met yeah. <laughs> sorry eric no no speaking of the relationships uh, especially you know with, with women um you know my daughter you know up until 16 knew who I was, what I was, you know what I mean? The, you know, the cookouts and all this stuff and there's dad and, and, and I wasn't a sloppy drunk, you know what I mean? I was a highly functioning alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I right. mean, to the point that, uh, you know, I could, I could, I could perform my duties, mm-hmm. you know, under the influence, mm-hmm. you know, to the point that, you know, until the end, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Where, where it was un, undetectable. Yeah, but that's I mean? exhausting though. It, How yeah, fucking exhausting talk is that? Talk about exhausting. You know what's exhausting? Fuck Being that. a fucking drug addict is exhausting. <laughs> yeah, it's it's exhausting. Yeah. It's a full-time job. Oh, full-time yeah. Full-time race is, is, is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But, but my kid from 16 to 21, I've been sober. You know what I mean? And the relationship that I have with her today and the stuff that we talk about, I mean, you, you wouldn't think that a, a girl, a daughter, mm-hmm. would be talking to her dad about some of the things that we talk about. Mm-hmm, right. it, it's pretty bizarre. I that's mean, that communication, though. That's you're, you're open to it now. It's, like, it's, it wasn't, we were all closed before. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 do we have some issues that, that from some of the, you know, the, the, the ways that I acted back in the day that, that have, still have to be rectified five years later? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. They we're do. fucked up it, on the floor it, it, up it, still. Yeah, you know, and, and, you know, and, and she's, you know, she's traumatized by some of those things, too. She still has some triggers. I have a deep voice. When I raise my voice, she it, mm-hmm. it bothers her. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never had to put my hand on my daughter ever to once discipline mm-hmm. her because of my voice. Mm-hmm. I could stop her dead in her tracks. You yeah. know what I mean? And fortunately, that that, again, I didn't grow up you know striking women like mm-hmm. i like i watched 
you know, as I grew up, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's yeah. through the grace of God also, too. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and, I, and I'm, uh, that's one of the biggest things, you know, that, that I take away from my life that I was so fearful from was that, especially being an alcoholic, that mm-hmm. I watched an alcoholic do what an alcoholic does to women, and I, and I, and I ended up going the complete opposite. So, yeah. you know, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, absolutely. Get, getting back to the good stuff, I mean, I always wanted a motorcycle. My <laughs> wife was like, you're not getting a motorcycle. I That's bo- why you I, divorced her. I bar- no, I, no, I borrowed two motorcycles from my friends, both times dr- drinking, both oh, times geez. wrecked them. Oh. You know what I mean? And, and when I got sober, I got a motorcycle, and it's there one of go. the best things that ever happened to me. Yeah. I call them serenity rides, you yeah. know what I mean? I go yeah. out there, I Amen. do my thing, you know, the golfing. You know, you ever, you ever try golfing, not drinking? It's not so bad. You actually it's do a not. little bit better. Yeah, what you know? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, just... I'm still terrible, but I get it. Yeah, the re- just the relationships you have with people now, you know what I mean? The compassion you have from, you know, it's not all about you. It's not all about, you know, you know, go, going to the bathroom to use. It's not always about what bar you're going to go to. You know, and again, it's a full-time job being an try, addict. Trying you know to find I mean? a dope dealer. Yeah, and it's, it's 3 it's o'clock re- in the morning, you need something, and he's not up, and you're pounding on his yeah. window. Or and- you're driving two, three hours for something small just to get <laughs> you buy so you're not right. dope sick anymore exactly. it's, it's 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 crazy well, you, know what you, I mean? you know what's really obvious is the four of us are all sober we've been sober a substantial amount of time and you know all four of us give back all the time yeah you know all four of us have our own lives have our own families but we also have careers in our careers center around helping people mm-hmm. and you know that that in and of itself I mean, who are you going to listen to when you go get sober? You're going to listen to somebody who's never been there or someone who's been there, been to hell and back, and now they're sober, and they're going to help you. And, you know, it's amazing to sit here and just pay attention to what you're saying, Eric. Uh, you're, you're a younger guy and everything, and you have a, you have a young family, a young daughter who's just graduating from college, and, and the, the gratitude you have in your voice about it is wonderful. I know for a fact that when I was using, I was the most selfish, mm-hmm. self-centered, yep. egotistical person ever. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a humble, uh, caring, loving, giving guy. And, you know, you are. I, yeah, I didn't I, know. I, my father's right about I that. I didn't know yes. if that was something I. A lot I, of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know whether that was something that was meant to be or, or not meant to be. But I know for a fact that I have a hard time saying no to people. No matter who they are, no matter what, especially if they're looking for help in recovery, because to me this is a gift. I'm, I'm fortunate to have it, but f- the four of us, we all know what it's like to be where we've been and now to be where we're at. Mm-hmm. And when people that need us, um, you know, we, we generate a lot. We we give back a lot more than uh, we probably ever thought we would give back. Yeah, yep. you gotta I, give I, it. You gotta give it away to keep it, right? Exactly. Certainly yeah. I, I had an alumni get a hold of me of a friend of hers and. Uh, um, that that had a, had a problem, and um, she she you know we, we helped the, her friend out, and she she sent me a text. Thank you, Ed, for helping out. She goes, it's amazing to be on this side now. Right, and, right. <laughs> get a little emotional. Um, you know, just came over me. Sorry, yeah, guys. No, it happens um, to me all the time. You know, <laughs> just having somebody say that that they're on the other side now. You mm. know. And and just and you too. I mean, you know, just just you're here with us right now. On. You're you're not doing what you're doing and fucking somebody's life up, especially your life, let alone your daughters mm-hmm. and your wife. You had enough of common sense to say that, but reaching out and saying, "I'm finally on this side." You know, how good does that feel to be mm-hmm. on this side? You know, and uh, it's it's I'm, I don't do it as a pat on the back or look no, at me. No, no. I do it because. Um, I was at I was at that breaking point one time, just like you, your story right. we just heard, Eric, and everybody else in here. We were at that breaking point, and it was horrible. 
It was horrible. And uh, we never thought we can we couldn't help ourselves, let alone helping somebody else, you know. And now we do it every day. So right. so I got emotional there. No, right? no, so. no. <laughs> I'll tell you, well, you know, it's what they say, right? You know, you get your feelings back. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, good, and, good, bad, or otherwise. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, 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 but you know what, though? Yeah, but this is 25 years later. Shouldn't yeah, I not cry yeah. anymore? <laughs> Fuck. No. Come on, guys. No, no. You stop crying, man, then you got a problem. Right. You know, exactly. It's, no, it's no. The, the tools in the toolbox that you, that, that, that you, that you get from, you know, Recovery, you know what I mean? AA, recovery, NA, you know, rehabilitation. Wherever you go to get those tools, that's what we have now to use when we run into problems like this, you know what I mean? Because I know I can speak for myself. You know, if I got angry or upset, I know what I'm going. I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to drink and I'm going to drug because I'm trying to mask this shit. I don't want to feel like it no more. I want to just make it all go away. Now we got to deal with that shit. And thank God we have places like Genesis House, Mm -hmm. Alcoholics Anonymous, Mm -hmm. people like yourselves that, you know, that can can give us the tools. I'm just speaking for myself now Mm -hmm. to cope with this stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. It's all all coping. Building coping skills. We didn't have, I didn't have any coping skills no. the, you know the I mean? drugs and the alcohol is coping skills that's all i had i knew to go to the dope deal to get my cocaine and go to the bar to get my booze when something went down that's where i was at you you know i'd had a problem you can either find me at either place that's you know? it that's it yeah south river new jersey on the corner there at the, the, the little bar the, the dope dealer lived right down the street he stopped by bought him a beer he slipped me to cocaine yep. under the bar and life was good and life was good right <laughs> well we thought it was yeah. but it, it wasn't it was a fucking horror show right but it's 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 yeah. the it's the ostrich you know burying his head in the sand you mm-hmm. know story you know what i mean it's like you know we're gonna have a problem we're gonna go bury our heads yeah. and, and you know what all the pro all the problems are gonna run away right mm-hmm. No, you stick your head up, and guess what? They're still standing there like this, looking at you. Waiting. If not, not, there's even more. Oh, yeah. They they lined up. Yeah, Yeah. it's so true. It it, it doesn't go away, man. You know what I mean? And it, it goes away when... You know, you, you know, you, you you plug the jug, you know, you put down whatever you're using, and you know, you, you, you got to just deal with what life on life's terms. Yeah, absolutely, and, and you have to, and there's there's no other way about it. Because what's the alternative? Mm. Well, you know, death. I, 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 death. I, you know, I lost my lost my brother to this disease. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was 35 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, he he died. You know, shooting yeah. heroin, fentanyl. Yeah. You know. It's tough. It's, it's well, it. That is the other. It's my the baby brother, my only brother. It sucks. Yeah. That's it. Jail's institution and death. Yeah. That's the only thing you're going to get out of and, and living a miserable life. I mean, who wants to live a miserable life, man? Nobody does. And we did that. We, we're we blessed with two lives. The miserable, fucked up yeah. life that we lived all those years ago. And now, you know, mm-hmm. now we have this wonderful life. And, and listen, everybody think we're not, we don't go out of here skipping away and fucking, we shit fucking stars <laughs> no and stripes. Way. It's not what we do. No life way. is tough man you get older it's tough you get divorced it's tough you you have kids that go to college and and, and move on and and have kids and it's tough you right. know but we can deal with it today and and eric thank you very much for bringing uh, oh, your wonderful message and yeah. and uh i think this is one of our best alumni shows that, that we've done uh, oh, thanks you need to come back on dude. oh for sure absolutely <laughs> anytime you, you got no, a good message this seriously is, this is where it's at really i yeah. mean reaching out podcasts you get i mean reaching out to anybody that's got you know the internet nowadays i mean yeah it, you know you obviously you can find your local meetings you know what i mean and you know anywhere you go just go on a website and, and, and you know crank that up but i yeah. mean th- this stuff right here this is reaching out to all kinds of different places oh, yeah. all, you know pl- right. places that you know that, right. that it's good stuff 100%. it's great it's Absolutely. great stuff guys yeah. yeah if you're hurting out there if you if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired just listen <laughs> to us we've yeah. been there you know what there's a better way of life yeah amen on that amen Hey, Eric, thanks for being on. My pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Friends in Recovery podcast. We'll see you uh, next week. Stay sober. That concludes this episode of Friends in Recovery, the addiction recovery podcast. 
Thanks to Genesis House for supporting those on the path to recovery and for keeping this valuable resource free for our friends and recovery community. Follow us on Facebook for past shows and updates. If you're interested in becoming a guest on the show, email us at help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. If you can't get enough of Mike the Podfather and Jersey Ed, you can catch them on Answering the Call, the First Responder Podcast, available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube. 